Hi, everybody. This is Mikey D. Welcome to my stoop. There once was a small American town, and although it sat in the forgotten corner of a giant city, it was much like any other small community around America. Everyone knew everyone else's name and everyone's business. Instead of a stream or a brook, we had the fire hydrant. We didn't have farmer's markets, but we did have a well-stocked bodega. And rather than sitting on the front porch to watch the little world fall by, we sat on our stoops. It seems like an ancient time, like it was some lost city. It was like I had watched it all from the stoops of Atlantis. Here's why I did not go to work today. Thursday is such a crazy, lazy day. Thursday has its own peculiar way of saying hey. Thursdays have become the new Friday in recent years. Bars are crowded. People start the weekend early. In fact, Wednesdays are becoming the new Thursday as people just exhausted from overwork and wall-to-wall mostly bad news just want or maybe need to get the weekend going sooner. As a kid, Thursday was just another hump to get over to get to that jewel of the week, Friday. Except for that third Thursday in November. That was the best Thursday of the year. Tea was for Thursday, and it was for Turkey, and it was for Thanksgiving, and it was for today is the true start of the holidays. That Wednesday before was the best. It was always a half day of school, and as I peered ahead into that telescope of the week, Monday was like some far-off planet, Pluto. Monday is Pluto when you have a four-day weekend ahead of you. Thursday is such a crazy I would awaken to the smell of bacon. Days off, like the weekends, were for greasy breakfast. Outside downtown, people were lined up in the freezing cold on Central Park West and Broadway and in front of Macy's. Me and my sisters had a front row seat from our sofas, gypsy at our feet, and we were ready to watch the greatest spectacle a kid's beady eyes could be awed by. The toy commercials in between the Thanksgiving Day Parade. I'd have a pen and paper in hand, ready to jot down the name, serial number, maker, corporate ownership, and barcode number for any new and amazing toy that would have to be in my hands by 7.33 a.m. Christmas morning. In the 70s, this was the day of revelation. Toy companies had a captive audience, kids and their parents, a.k.a. Santa, in the same room. It was on this day, probably 75, when I discovered Crash Up Derby. Now here is Kenner's SSB Smash-Up Derby set, and you can hoot and holler cause you ain't seen nothing yet. Crash, bang, crack em up, put em back again. Crash, bang, smash em up, it's smash-up time, my friend. Kenner's SSB Smash-Up Derby set comes with everything you see right here. Now there are two kinds of families on Thanksgiving, the homebodies and the roadsters. For most of my life, at least when I lived near the stoops of Atlantis, we were roadsters. We traveled on Thanksgiving to my Aunt Anne's house. We, we called her Auntie Anne. Not sure why she got that special moniker, but she was a special lady. But there would be no traffic to battle. No driving for hours over rivers and through woods to make the journey. Now, Auntie Anne and Uncle Danny lived on 116, two blocks away. 
And I really look forward to this every year. There would be that triumvirate of my dad's side of the family at this shindig. We came from 118th Street, and my Uncle Joe, Aunt Nina, and cousins Louisa, David, and Jen were from downtown, from 86th Street. And on 116, well, there'd be Auntie Anne and Uncle Danny, whose name was actually Dominic. And he was dubbed Danny by, I I have no idea, maybe so we couldn't mix him up with my dad, who was also Dominic. Their kids were Ralph, Rocky, Marianne, and my cousin and always good buddy Joey, a.k.a. Big Joe, a.k.a. Fat Joe, who has since lost a ton of weight, so that name no longer applies, a.k.a. The Big Fella by Rex the Italian Ice Guy, a.k.a. Arkansas by Mr. Monaghan in high school. Since Joe was the younger brother of Rocky, thus he was Little Rock, thus Arkansas. But, But I digress. As is the cliché of large families, us kids got the card table at the far end of the living room, which was filled to capacity by a long dining table, where the adults would partake of the bird of the hour and all the required embellishments. Yeah, when you eat Thanksgiving dinner in an Italian house, there needed to be a nod to that lovely Mediterranean gym. There had to be a pasta course. Reverend, happy Thanksgiving. Model, who needs it? Oh, come on, turkey, sweet potatoes, pumpkin pie, you gotta love all that, huh? Yes, because you never lived through the Y.O. version. Major antipas first, then soup, meatballs and scarole, then the baked managot, then the bird. Oh, I love managot. Many meals are soup to nuts, but in an Italian home, it's managot to nuts. And nuts there were. The sight of those bowls of Filbert's walnuts and Brazil nuts with those cool old-fashioned nutcrackers was part of the complete picture of Thanksgiving. <laughs> we would try to crush the nuts with our bare hands and usually fail until I hit high school and with that superhero coolness was able to crush a walnut with my fist. As we got older, the conversations at the kids' table went from comic books, movies, and other cool geeky stuff to politics. Bad move. Do yourselves a favor. This Thanksgiving, talk about comic books, movies, and geeky stuff. Don't ruin your digestion discussing bozos and imbeciles. Speaking of movies, Thanksgiving used to be a classic movie holiday all on its own. You have to remember this was the 70s. There were no VCRs or DVR or on-demand or binge-watching. You wanted to binge-watch a TV show? It, It took a year. On Thanksgiving morning, right after the parade, came that Laurel and Hardy classic, March of the Wooden Soldiers. Catches big rat. <laughs> the king shall hear of this. <laughs> that sure was a good idea of yours. It certainly was. <laughs> it's a bizarre film filled with wonderfully disturbing images, creepy dark humor, and enough nightmare fuel to ruin a week's worth of sleep. It was great. Then came the film about that giant turkey that attacks New York City and ends up climbing the Empire State Building and. Oh wait, that was a giant gorilla. Well, Denim, the airplane's got him. Oh no, it wasn't the airplanes. It was beauty killed the beast. So what was the connection of King Kong and Turkey Day? I, I never quite got that. Anyway, King Kong was an amazing and fun movie. And we could only see it once a year. Speaking of trippy, obviously drug-induced motion pictures, there was another movie that was only aired once a year, the evening of Thanksgiving. Me, 
was a film my sisters, cousins, and I looked forward to all year long. It's a film that has infused its strange and mystical archetypal images deep into the psyches of any kid from my or previous generations. The kids today would need therapy if they were sent back in time to a place where TV was not served a la carte. There were no unlimited all-you-could-eat menus. You know, like my mother would tell us at dinner time, you eat what I make and like it. See, that was TV in the 70s. You watch what they showed and you liked it on like five channels. And on that great Thursday evening in November, the greatest dessert was served. We would gather around that old, on its last leg zenith, in a small dining area away from the adults, our eyes glued to those staticky images of Dorothy and our anthropomorphic pals tripping on poppies through Oz. I can, and I remember one year, as the Wicked Witch threatened to turn Ray Bolger into a human torch, the TV suddenly went black. No way! One of my aunt's kittens had been racing around, slid across the wooden floor and yanked the plug from the wall. It's pretty funny. We had a good laugh over that one. And as for you, my fine lady, it's true, I can't attend you here and now as I'd like but just try to stay out of my way. Just try. I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog, too. <laughs> Sometimes having less you know, results in appreciating what you have much more than when everything is at your disposal. Being able to watch whatever you want, whenever you want, is great, I guess. But some of the best memories I have are those special once-a-year treats, like King Kong and turkey and nuts and the Wizard of Oz. Over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house we go. The horse knows the way to carry the sleigh through white and drifted snow. Over the river and through the woods, oh how the wind does blow. It stings the toes and bites the nose as over the ground we go. There was one Everybody year where we were true roadsters. We jumped in the car and headed out to Ronkonkoma, Long Island where my mom's side of the family gathered in the big basement of my Uncle Frank. We sat around a long L-shaped table. See, my mom's side of the family were, I'd say, louder, more boisterous. That day, my Uncle Ralph, who was one of the funniest, loudest, and nicest humans ever, he drank, well, shall we say, a few too many glasses of wine. And he kept standing up to toast whatever he felt needed recognition. And the only one I recall was, well, that year my dad had grown a mustache, and Uncle Ralph insisted it was toasted. Numerous times. He would stand up, glass held out, and announce, Hey, this is a new one. Treat cheers for Dominic's mustache. Yeah, we still laugh about that one. My Uncle Dick also tossed back a few, and I recall him happily crying, telling us all how much he loved this wonderful family he had married into. He also rolled down the hill as he left for the evening. He wasn't feeling any pain. Yeah, that was a wonderful and memorable Thursday in November that year. A unique one. Yeah, I'm... I'm thankful for those times, and with each special Thursday that comes and goes, I try to hold on to those little moments, watching the parade, and then Turkey Day of Mystery Science Theater 3000, sitting around the dinner table, detouring conversations the best I can away from the speed bumps of politics, trying my best to ignore any political baiting, and just enjoying my family, because as years gone by, many of those special people have left us. Like Grandma, Uncle Sam, Aunt Dee Dee, Aunt Oleo, Uncle John, Aunt Irma, Cousin Frankie, 
my brother-in-law Dave, Uncle Danny, my mother-in-law Helen, both Uncle Joe's, Marianne, Aunt Francis, Uncle Al, Uncle Dick, Aunt Molly, Uncle Ralph, and sweet Auntie Anne. So cherish the moments. There are no time machines yet, but my memories can take me back to those days when we were all together on those magical Thursdays around those stoops of Atlantis or even on the road. This has been The Stoops of Atlantis with Mikey D. Stay tuned for future episodes as we journey back to that ancient mythical land that actually existed, East Harlem. And please join the Stoops of Atlantis Facebook page, follow me on Twitter, and subscribe on YouTube or iTunes. See you next time.